night, when all of the wonderful old traditions of Christmas are so much in our hearts, WPIX Television and WPIX FM join to bring you what we hope will be a memorable event in broadcasting, one which will contribute to the atmosphere and the warmth of the traditional family Christmas. For this occasion, WPIX and WPIX FM have canceled all commercials and regular programs to bring you, in the next three and a half hours, the cheer and friendliness of a Yule log fire on your television set. Hello, divers. Coming to you from Studio D, where the D stands for Don't Come Near Me With Your Germs. This is the Deep Dive Microcast. I'm Tom Feeney, raconteur, man of a thousand anxieties, and writer for Wang's Chop Movie Magazine. This is a companion series of the Deep Dive Podcast, where myself and my co-host Manda look at the lesser-known, maybe obscure, and perhaps forgotten offerings available on streaming media services. On this microcast, we'll dive into the history of the television Yule Log. No, not the delicious holiday dessert, also known as the Bouche de Noël. That's a sponge cake filled with mousse or buttercream, rolled up into a log-like shape. And now I'm hungry. Anyway, I'm talking about that perennial holiday marathon tradition of staring at a fake fireplace on a TV screen. There's something about a wood-burning fireplace that just makes a room feel extra welcoming. The flickering light, the warmth of the fire, the sound of crackling wood. There's nothing quite as comforting during the hectic holiday season. Now, while the television versions aren't quite the same, they can provide some festive ambiance to any home. These days, there are video fireplaces for just about everyone. Hallmark has a Yule Log fireplace with adorable dogs and cats. Disney put up a Toy Story-inspired Yule Log a few years ago. For fans of comedy, parks, and recreation, there's a Yule Log featuring Ron Swanson himself, Nick Offerman, sitting by a fire, sipping whiskey for hours. In 2016, fried dough purveyor Krispy Kreme released a donut-themed Yule Log. Instead of a fire, there's a conveyor belt of fresh, hot donuts passing through a waterfall of sugary glaze. It's quite breathtaking. There are Yule Logs for Star Wars fans, Lord of the Rings fans, Doctor Who fans, Marvel fans. For you gamers, there are Yule Logs for Minecraft, Overwatch, and Red Dead Redemption, among others. One of my personal favorites comes to you from the California Milk Advisory Board. What's that? Well, according to their website, they, quote, exist for one purpose, to spread the word about the extraordinary dairy products made with real California milk. Their Yule Log is, instead, a cheese log melting and bubbling away in a pan in front of the fireplace. Not for the lactose intolerant. So how did this tradition get started, and why? Well, it's older than you may think. Back in the 1930s, the radio fireplace was incredibly popular, with millions of Americans sitting in front of their giant receivers, warming themselves by the glow of vacuum tubes. Can you believe that? Well, you shouldn't, because it never happened. The Yule Log Fireplace is strictly a child of the television era. The year was 1966. The place? New York City.
For over a century, the Big Apple has a kind of uh, been a centerpiece of holiday hustle and bustle. The tree at Rockefeller Center, Macy's ornate window displays, the Radio City Christmas Spectacular, all time-honored traditions for both tourists and locals alike. The one tradition most locals did not have, however, was sitting in front of a fireplace. Most NYC homes and apartments lacked that feature. One man had the vision and the television to change that. That man was Fred Thrower. In 1966, he was the president and CEO of WPIX, which owned a VHF television and FM radio station in New York. Thrower had an idea to give a gift to the people of New York, a way to set a proper holiday mood for those without a fireplace on Christmas Eve. All that was needed was a camera, which was easy for a television station. They also needed a proper holiday-themed fireplace. Thrower found the perfect location, Archibald Gracie Mansion in Manhattan, which just happens to be the official residence of the mayor of New York City. The original fireplace was white and decorated with Christmas cards on the mantel, two stockings hanging on either side, and a tiny doll hanging in the center. On the floor in front of the fireplace are several beautifully wrapped presents on top of an antique rug. Now remember that last detail. It'll be important in a minute. The original 16 millimeter Yule log film was only 17 seconds long. It was looped over and over again to get the several hours of footage needed to fill the allotted time. The first WPIX Yule log premiered on Saturday, December 24th, 1966 and featured some carefully selected classic Christmas music. Now, to call the U-Log a success would be a tremendous understatement. The original would become hugely popular with New York City residents and quickly became a beloved tradition. In 1970, after four years of airing the same footage, the 16mm film itself began to deteriorate. It was decided to reshoot the U-Log using higher quality 35mm film, so they asked then-Mayor John Lindsay's office if they could go back and film in front of their fireplace once again. They said no. Why? Well, remember that antique rug I mentioned earlier? When the original Yule log was being filmed, the director had the protective fire grate removed to better capture the fire on film. At some point, a stray spark landed on the rug and ignited it. The $4,000 antique rug was the only thing damaged, but the film crew was not welcome back to the mansion. A similar fireplace was found in California, and the new version, this time a whopping seven minutes in length, was filmed. That Yule log ran on WPIX for another 20 years, until it was canceled by a new general manager in 1990. Now, the station was bombarded by complaints and protests, but to no avail. The commercial free broadcast took advertising revenue away from the station, so it was snuffed out. And it remained dark for another decade. It wasn't until the age of the internet that the Yule Log reappeared on WPIX's website. Granted, this was 1997, so it was a teeny tiny little pixelated fireplace, but it was back. 
In 2001, a fan-based petition called Bring Back the Log was created to get the holiday classic rebroadcast on WPIX. But there was just one little problem. They couldn't locate the original film. But in one of those Christmas miracles, a copy was found collecting dust at WPIX's archives in New Jersey in a film can mistakenly kept with episodes of The Honeymooners. The film was cleaned up and ran once again in December of 2001. For New Yorkers still reeling from the events of 9-11, the return of the Yule Log was a much-needed source of normalcy and comfort. Two years later, the film was digitally remastered in HD and has been rebroadcast that way ever since. Now, the remastered Yule Log was the one filmed in 1970. The true original Yule Log had not been seen since 1969, and it seemed like it had been lost to history. Well, time for another Christmas miracle. In 2016, WPIX had a special holiday treat in store for viewers that Christmas Eve. The original 1966 Yule Log had been found and restored. It aired exactly 50 years after its first broadcast. All of the U-Logs I mentioned here can be found on YouTube and various other streaming services. And now there is one more to add to the list, and one we think is very, very special. The Deep Dive Podcast U-Log. That's right, we now have our very own video fireplace you can enjoy whenever you like. We've spared every expense to bring you this special holiday gift because we care just that much. You can find the link on the deepdivepodcast.com. You're welcome. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining me. Next time on the Deep Dive Podcast, Manda and I get all wound up about movies where toys play a major role. Thanks for listening. If this is the first time you've heard this podcast, check out our past episodes and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And we want to hear from you. Drop us a line at thedeepdivepodcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds. Those links can also be found on our website, thedeepdivepodcast.com. All clips used in the Deep Dive Microcast are meant for educational purposes only, and not to infringe on existing copyrights. The Deep Dive Lounge theme was arranged and performed by Robert Acorn, based on the original composition by Ryan Blaney. The Deep Dive Microcast is a production of Automaton Studios.